Old powers waken, shadows stir. An age of wonder and terror will soon be upon us. An age for gods and heroes. The glass candles are burning, and you're listening to the Obsidian Knights Podcast. Welcome back to the Obsidian Knights podcast, where we go through a song of ice and fire chapter by chapter. I am your host, MJ, from the YouTube channel, Gray Area. And every week I am joined by a co-host who is a song of ice and fire fan to dissect the books that we love. And today I am joined by Steph Lioness. Steph has joined me before on two previous episodes of Obsidian Knights, and she is back. And Steph, would you like to tell the people who you are and where they can find you? Hi, um, I'm Steph Lioness. Um, I am a big Song of Ice and Fire fan, um, like very big. Um, and you can find me on Twitter, mainly banging on about a Song of Ice and Fire or feminism or politics. Well, <laughs> if you don't like that, don't join me. But yeah, I'm at Steph Lioness. That's Lioness with a, a Y. Um, but yeah, and I'm on Instagram as well, but I'm very boring on Instagram. So, <laughs> boring. Um, <laughs> I'm boring. Sorry. I get yes. it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So today we are in a clash of kings and we will be covering the first Sansa POV. Um Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be doing Clash. Like I just can't say it enough. <laughs> but <Yep. laughs> um Clash is my second favorite book behind A Feast for Crows. And we were talking a little pre-record and that Clash is your favorite behind A Feast for yeah. Crows as well. Same. Yep. <laughs> so we are starting off and we're in King's Landing and we last left off in King's Landing with Sansa mm-hmm. in A Game of Thrones. And the chapter opens up and it says, the morning of King Joffrey's name day dawned bright and windy with the long tail of the great comet visible through the high scuttling clouds. Sansa was watching it from her tower window when Sir Eris Oakheart arrived to escort her down to the tourney grounds. What do you think it means? She asked him. Glory to your betrothed, Sir Ares answered at once. See how it flames across the sky today on his grace's name day, as if the gods themselves had raised a banner in his honor. The small folk have named it King Joffrey's Comet. Doubtless, that was what they told Joffrey. Sansa was not so sure. I've heard servants calling it the dragon's tail. King Joffrey sits where Aegon the dragon once sat in the castle built by his son, Sir Aerys said. He is the dragon's heir and crimson is the color of House Lannister. Another sign. This comet is sent to herald Joffrey's ascent to the throne. I have no doubt it means that he would triumph over his enemies. Mm. I think it's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's hilarious that he thinks that's what it means. But in in another sense, like I feel like this is George, like if we actually look at every chapter, like I just did Aria, um, we looked at the prologue, we did the, the prologue, yep. <laughs> um, the comet is interpreted different by every person that sees it. Yeah, it like means, everyone. It means something different to everyone. And I think this mm-hmm. is George highlighting 
how differently something can be interpreted. I, I completely agree, actually, because I keep thinking, oh, what could it actually mean? Which one's right? But I actually, I think he's saying, look how one thing can be, uh, like you say, interpreted by all these groups of people and everyone's got something different to say uh, and probably no one is right, but this is what everyone wants to see or or chooses to say that people see like, do the small folk call it King Joffrey's Comet? Do they fuck? I bet they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They are not calling it that. That's like um, what they say to, like, Joffrey's like um, Viserys going, everyone's saying, oh, they're all like lighting candles and wishing for their true king and waving dragon banners. Like, oh, they are, are they? Like, they're just telling you that, Joffrey. Like, they're yeah. just saying it's King Joffrey's Comet. Like, no one's saying that. Small yeah. folk probably don't like call it anything. <laughs> No, honest, but. they probably just say there's a red comet <laughs> yeah there's a red comet in the sky they probably might, some of them might think it's a curse from the gods but like that is that's it like they're not going ah oh, this king joffrey's that's just a lie i think Ares is kind of he's so he's like a dumb sweet jock guy you know like a like a kind of dumb sweet jock isn't he like he's yeah. nice but a bit yeah. like dumb um, and foolish <laughs> yeah and foolish yeah yeah i mean i think it's it's when we get the prologue, mm. the prologue is Azor High is a big part of the mm-hmm. prologue, and yeah. the Red Comet is a big part of the prologue. Mm-hmm. And in contrast, I love that prologue as well. I, it's such a great prologue. It Makes is one of the best. It is one of the mm. best. Um, mm. All the prologues are good now that I think of it. I know it's hard <laughs> to say because every time I read one, I'm like, oh, so good, and the atmosphere and all of that is just like you really feel Dragonstone and and like the mystery of this red comet and who this weird red woman is and um but yeah I just I love it I love and I love I actually really like the use of the red comet in the stories I just think it it to me it adds this weird extra layer that I'm really glad that George uh, like I call him George like I know him <laughs> he's my friend <laughs> um who mean George um I, I just <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, that he, I'm really glad he adds it because it it adds this extra layer to this opening of this new book that yeah. we've not had. Like, there's not a lot of magic in the first book at all. Really, mm-hmm. is there any? I don't think there. I mean, apart from the dragons, is that it? Oh, yeah, oh and Miriam Mazda. There but, isn't really much prophecy. No, there's We're nothing. Just, so it's the first. It's it's like a different. You have a totally different feel now as you're reading this book of something weird is happening like it's the magic not just the way things are the magic is turned up in mm-hmm. a clash of kings and i i think it, it's purposely done like that because mm. we had dragons reborn yeah at the end do you think the dragons the so there's like that thing about how the dragons are magical creatures do they bring about the magic or does the magic bring them and they up the magic or is it like which came first and I think the you magic know. the magic was always there, mm. but the dragons amplify it. Mm. Like mm. the magic, we know that the magic was there because we had yeah. characters like Blood Raven that were mm-hmm. around and existing yep. when mm-hmm. dragons weren't existing. So we know that mm. the magic is there. We also have the Weirwoods and the Children of the Forest. Yep. So the magic is there, but it's very diminished. Yeah, like, it's a um, like low level background variation yeah. of magic. Yeah, Leaf talks about it in the mm. pov with bran and a dance 
dance with dragons when she says like the unicorns are dying and the mammoths are dying and she talks about the magical creatures dying off but Mm. then we have magical creatures that are being reborn and we see that when once they're reborn being the magic is completely amplified yeah so it's like it's like um i don't know if it is daenerys opened some kind of portal gateway kind of thing like you like in in our world like in the the real world air quotes um wait (laughs) the real world in the in the real world like if you uh are into like astrology or tarot or anything Mm. spiritual like they say during october the veil Mm. the veil is really thin yeah yeah. It's it's really thin. So I don't yep. know if she like thinned out some kind of veil they had going on, mm-hmm. but it's definitely amplified now. Mm. It's we see I can't it. wait till we get some of the answers to this because it's also like how the seasons work. Mm-hmm. Um and because George has said that it's a magical reason, it's not how things are meant yeah. to be. Like it's a magical thing. And and does has will the magic affect the long night? Um you know, like, for example, that there is more magic now. So will that make the winter longer? Will it make it shorter? Does yeah. it affect it? Like, what? Well, we it, see. I can't we, wait to have the answers to this. We see that um, it does actually affect it because mm, mm. after the dragons are born, mm. right, we get the prologue and a white yeah. raven, a white a raven, white raven has, arrives. has arrived at Shit, um, Dragonstone, yeah. like, winter is coming mm. to an end okay so we have this big magical moment and now the season's changing shit yeah yeah but i definitely mm. think george puts this comment there to say hey look how they all misread this comment or mm-hmm. how they want to read it and see it for mm. what they want to see but i also want you guys to look at the azura high prophecy like yep that. <laughs> yeah totally look how you know like from here on out like we just were introduced to this prophecy in the prologue Mm -hmm. and the prologue really sets the tone for this whole book but um we're introduced to it yeah dark and magical and spooky (laughs) yes and once we're introduced to azor high you're probably like oh who could azor high be Mm. and we see that it is not stannis melisandre (laughs) thinks it's stannis and i don't understand how she can look at him and be like yeah that's my hero like grinding. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the guy like t- look at him man mel like just look just oh and had the fact that she has to glamour the sword herself like, yeah she must know like <laughs> uh, deep down inside that red burning heart of hers she must be like i think i fucked up <laughs> she she's just seeing what she wants to I see i know mm-hmm um as we I go find on, interesting. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I I was going to move on. So if you want to, oh right, I was just going to say that the Dothraki. I was looking it up about the beating star that the Dothraki word. I can't pronounce it, so I'm not going to. Um, but I'm sure someone speaks Dothraki out there. But it means bleeding star in hmm. the Dothraki words. Red comet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I find that. I, for me, if it if it means anything, and I know it's the really obvious one, and therefore George R. R. Martin won't go for that, but it, it if it's anything, that it's definitely for me, it's for Danny, it's for Daenerys that she. But I find it too much of a coincidence that they call it a bleeding star, and the prince who's promised is going to be born under a bleeding star amid salt and smoke. Like that is, 
And even Osher, an old man, they're the only two people who back it up. And I believe anything that old man says. Yeah, old man <laughs> is like the truth. She knows. So she knows, man. I think Danny too. Mm. And but this is the thing. Like, I don't think he's trying to trick us necessarily no. on who it is. I think no. he might be trying to trick us on what it actually means. Yeah. Because exactly. yeah. He is very inspired by one of my favorite, favorite, favorite book series, a Mem- Memory, Sorrow, and Memory, Thorn. Memory, Sorrow, and Thorn <laughs> by Ted Williams. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, and I don't want to spoil it, mm-hmm. but I would just say that prophecy that people mm. are trying to fulfill yep. isn't necessarily a good thing. No. Well, exactly. And I love that. I love that that is p- part of his uh the one of the themes of of this whole series is that prophecy what is what does maester crescent say it's like a woman who bite your cock off or something yeah you take, like, she takes you in your mouth and you love it and love it and then she bites your cock off, bite your dick yeah off. and i i just love that, <laughs> that he's just like yeah essentially he's saying don't think about be obsessed with the actual literal meaning of this but yeah you know it it's not going to be exactly how you think um so yeah, I, I like that. Um, Sansa is more like trying to reason what um, Aries is saying. She's like, mm-hmm. like, would the gods be this cruel? Like, mm. would they be this cruel to my mother? Like to Rob? Um, and he killed my dad. Like, would the yep. gods really do this? And she's like, the common is red and. Joffrey's a Baratheon like I know he's a Baratheon like his sigil is yeah. a black stag and on a golden he? field and so she's like yeah. she's like if the gods were to send Joffrey a comet wouldn't it be a golden comet golden comet like she's, exactly she's doing some reasoning like yeah Sir Eris get the fuck out of here <laughs> like exactly get out also have you noticed that Joffrey in definitely in a game of thrones and a lot in clash of kings every time i read it i feel like he's screaming with his heraldry that he's not a baratheon like and and everyone seems to forget it's almost like everyone forgets he's baratheon too yeah like people always talk like again aries Oakard just said that now like oh the red of lannister it's like yeah but he's baratheon so mm-hmm. it should be gold yeah. um and and joffrey's clothes they're always he never seems to wear anything that's got a stag on it. He's always wearing lion things. And it's like screaming and saying, I'm actually a Lannister. And no one cares. ever seems to notice. No one but ever John, cares or notices. John, John notices. Exactly. John, John notices it. in the beginning of Game of Thrones. She's like, he's like, why does he have his mother's house equal to his father's house? Like the Lannisters yeah. like, are okay. some egotistical bitches. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, then, and then is like, because the women are important too, which is true. Which is true, I agree, but it's not the reason why here. Yeah, <laughs> so, sorry, exactly. Arya. Um, but I feel sad because she says, "Must Rob and her lady mother die next?" And it's like, yeah, they're gonna—they're the people in your family, and they're gonna die next. Yeah, sorry, sorry, yep. Santa. Um, yeah. so she, she gets dressed and she wears like a purple silk gown, and she has mm-hmm. the moonstone hair net mm, mm-hmm. that Joffrey gives her as a gift. Um, and she also talks about like she has bruises on her arms and she's yeah. like those are gifts from Joffrey as well yeah, I hate Joffrey and um, Do you know what in the sh- I, w- I think I've told you before I watched the show first and I remember in early season four just mm-hmm. like thinking oh my fucking god can someone just fucking kill that 
piece of shit Jaffrey. he's my friend everyone <laughs> yeah and then like uh, I think it was the same episode I think it's when he cuts he gets Widow's Whale and cuts uh, Tyrion's book in half mm. with it he's and such just a like, psycho fucking ass and then and then I think it's the same episode I'm like oh my god someone did fucking kill him because I didn't know it was gonna happen I was like <laughs> yes finally <laughs> that horrible piece of shit is dead so yay yeah that was the best moment <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of what was taken out of the show that mm-hmm. was Sansa's actual like Sansa was fucking abused in King's Landing by Joffrey yes. and they didn't horrendously they didn't even show it like you know uh-huh. as bad as it was in no. the show but like when they tell Joffrey that Rob is now king in the north like mm-hmm. he sends he beats her he, well, s- he doesn't do it yeah he sent Sir yeah. Boris Blunt or Sir, he sent Sir Boris to beat her. Mm-hmm. Like, just, yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? And what is the fuck is wrong with Cersei and like the council members for not stopping him, for allowing him to do? Do they think? Do you think that they could though? Could do you think they could actually genuinely stop him? Yes. Really? Yes. I think they could. But how? Because we see Tyrion. Would... We see Tyrion yeah. kind of like challenge him, and. Mm. At the end of the day, Cersei, this is But he's kid. cleverer than them. Like, he he does it in a clever enough way so that Joffrey is, like, forced. He kind of shames him into it in front of people. Whereas have, I think... And we have I Tywin. Think they, yeah, but yeah. Tywin is formidable. I would never... Like, if Tywin told me to poop my pants, I would I would try. <laughs> like, I <laughs> I would do anything yeah. he told me to. He's scary as shit. But I think... Um, I think Cersei and all of his council are actually scared of him. And I think they're worried that he'll just rip their tongues out or chop their heads off. But at the um, end, because he's a complete psycho. At the end of the day, though, Littlefinger, Varys, like you guys are clever. Like you guys are really smart. Mm. You can find a way to reel this kid in. Well, Varys doesn't want to. Yeah, Varys, I, like, Varys definitely Varys doesn't is like, want this to. This is great. This is this, this is unstabilized. Is that a word? Unstabilizing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like destabilizing the, the realm. He's like, yes, I don't even have to do anything. <laughs> right. Let this happen. And Littlefinger is like, great chaos. What can I get out of this? Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like they love it. Why would they do anything? And so I see. I think I think that they could I don't think they want to I think I think they're they're letting him run Mm -hmm. amok they're letting him do whatever he he pleases and that's why he dislikes Tyrion because Mm -hmm. Tyrion checks the fuck out of him and I I feel like that's why like they just want to stay on Joffrey's good side it's good Mm -hmm. for them it's definitely good for Varys you know Varys is all about that uh fuck the Lannisters on the down low shit like this this kid is gonna end himself like I don't have to lift a finger (laughs) (laughs) no little finger barely even had to lift his little finger to to do it you know so yeah 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 Yeah. um so uh, it says so they're going to Joffrey's name day tourney and Sansa's talking and she's talking to Saboros and she's or to Sir Aries and she's like mm-hmm. who do you think will win the day's honors Sansa asked as they descended the steps arm in arm I will Sir Aries answered smiling <laughs> yet I fear the triumph will have no saber this will be a small field and poor no more than two score will enter the list including squires and free riders there is small honor in unhorsing green mm-hmm. boys 
<laughs> yep. so, Honestly, this is the fucking hilarious Tony. I love that Joffrey has the shittest Tony for his name day. It's yeah. just like a terrible party that they've had to force people to go to. <laughs> like, yeah, because it's like my mom, my mom is making you come to my party. Okay, you have to come or I'll kill you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, basically. I'm, I mean, there's a there's a fucking ongoing war right now in the Riverlands. Mm-hmm. And then there's like yep. the King Robert has just died. Like you've just executed yep. the hand. Like people yep. aren't people don't just want to come to your really in the party. mood you have yeah. to come to my party or i'll poison you like he's basically like lord like i'm the king and i'll chop your head off if you don't come you know yeah. there's always some one of those people at school <laughs> and there there's also like you. there's kind of this this i don't know what you would call it but there's this like in the background in the back of your mind it's like wow look mm-hmm. at joffrey's tourney compared yeah. to the one that they had for ned well, yeah, exactly. That was totally different. And actually, like, just, I think they, she describes it later on, like, the memory of it and how yeah. they were, like, the best days of her life and it was all magical and wonderful, even though it was a lie. Um, and his is, like, not even, his has got to be inside the Red Keep and mm-hmm. it's got to be small and, like, direct comparison between this opulent, beautiful like crazy expensive thing to this kind of wet weekend uh one kind of yeah it's thing. like it's basically Cersei has sent him to daycare for the day yes. yeah and like here play with these horses and, yeah. and swords and your stuff horses. Yeah. while we do business Go about the because do Cersei, the Cersei's yeah. not there the small council is not there I think there's like a small council mm-hmm. meeting going on as... Even your own mum wouldn't come to your party, Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> right. You suck, sir. Because <laughs> yeah. Sansa wants her there. Because Sansa said that yeah. she feels safer Keep... when yeah, Cersei's yeah. around to, like, restrain Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Which is makes you realise just how mad he actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, but his tawny, it's like, um, you know, in the cartoon Aladdin, yeah, uh, I know I'm aging myself here, but there's a bit where Jafar takes over and the genie has a flag and he's like going, hooray, Jafar, you can't do it. <laughs> um, and it, that it makes me think of that, like all these people are going, yay, Joffrey's birthday, hooray. I'm so <laughs> glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Yay. It's just like fake smiles on faces. <laughs> One hoping that they leave with their head, you know um and the, I like the tour I think all the tawnies are really interesting in the books as well because nothing yeah. like all of them are fucking have terrible things happen at them like yeah. even the Duncan Egg stories uh and obviously like the Harrenhal tawny um and even the Hands tawny and this one obviously with jumping ahead like Dontos nearly dying <laughs> but but they're all like like you think it's just such a small thing but actually it becomes a really important part of Sansa's story that she stays Dontos mm-hmm. um, yes and so I, I think you should always be worried if there's a tourney going on in Westeros. I would never want to go to any one of them. And actually, yeah. I'm excited because there's going to be another one involving Sansa again in the Vale mm-hmm. in um, Winds of Winter. And Can't I'm, wait for it. Wor- I'm kind of worried who's going to die or nearly die in that. Or <laughs> like, I think Harry the Heir. Harry I the think so too. <laughs> he's going to die. He is not going to be the heir any longer. Um, so he's going to be dead. Um, Yes, so I'm really excited about that. I want to know 
why no <laughs> yeah like avoid any invites to journeys <laughs> yeah don't go <laughs> one out of ten stars do not recommend so um Sansa comes out and Joffrey's like sit beside me and um she's like he's like have you heard the beggar king is dead who for a moment Sansa was afraid he meant Rob the Ceres, the last son of the Mad King Ares. He's been going about the free city since before I was born, calling himself a king. Well, mother says the mm. Dothraki finally crowned him with molten gold. He laughed. That's funny, don't you think? The dragon was their sigil. It's almost as good as if some wolf killed your traitor brother. Maybe I'll feed him to the wolves after I've caught him. Did I tell you I intend to challenge him in single combat? I should like to see that you're great <laughs> uh, oh yes yeah I, I love and that like, line she's like will you enter the list today and she's he's like my lady mother said it was not fitting since the tourney is in my honor otherwise I would have been a champion isn't that so dog and the hounds like against this lot yeah, why sure. not like Different. you're basically going after a straw man like anyone would do this like the hound is not like he doesn't want anything to do with this tourney he's like it's not even Mm -hmm. worth putting my armor on for this why does the hound hang out because he i don't he hangs out a lot with the lannisters that's his thing and Mm -hmm. he does a lot of shit for them but he also seems to really really dislike them is it just the money for him because he also is so gentle and kind with sansa and Arya. I just think he doesn't have a place in the world. So Mm. he just takes place. I mean, because think about it, like Gregor Gregor Clegane has Mm. their family's whole fast. Like he has all of their, he's the heir. So he has to be a sellsword or a knight or he's not a knight. Mm. So, I mean, he has to, he has to do something for survival, but I feel like he just found his place there and he's just biding his time Mm -hmm. until he finds something else. He's kind of just existing, which is why I really Mm. like, I would really like for the Hound to just live out the rest of his days on the quiet aisle. Like, yes, let him be, leave him alone. I don't want Clegane Bowl. I I don't want want any of that shit. No. Leave him there. Let him be. I don't want Sansan. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. Like, she's a child. Let's not go there. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just leave that one be. But yeah, I like him a lot, though. I really like, like, I shouldn't because he killed Micah. But I, I love, I kind of like, he's like a gruff. I'd like to go to the pub with him and have a drink. I think he'd be really funny just being really sarcastic about people. Um, I think he'd, I think he'd be quite fun to to just not too many drinks because then he might kill you, but just a few. (laughs) Yeah. Just a few drinks. They have, so like they have different people like in the list. So there's Sir Haber of House Redwine Mm -hmm. of the Arbor um and there's sir horace Redwine is there uh sir Marin trant mm-hmm. sir Marin trant is fighting sir Haber. Yeah. um and then we have balon swan yeah and morris of house slint which is James. oh yes yeah. <laughs> that is so funny like i for the first time i'm actually on joffrey's side when he's like oh this guy's shit <laughs> Yeah, look yeah, at that is. up jumped oaf. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, no one likes the slints, right? Yeah, and 
I like this quote. It says, the lance was a knight's weapon, Sansa knew. The slints, lowborn. Lord Janus had mm. been no more than a commander of the city watch before Joffrey had raised him to Harrenhal and the council. I mm-hmm. hope he falls and shames himself, shames she himself. thought bitterly. Yeah. I hope Sir Balon kills him. <laughs> I love that. I think this is dark, Sansa. And yeah. I, what I love about it is it makes you realize because in, in the Game of Thrones, she and Arya are real opposites. And you can't, they have these arguments, and Ned's trying to say, you know, like you're still sisters, the same blood runs through you. Um, blood of the first men, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I think this is, I feel like it's showing that they're actually, they have this side to them like a vengeful dark side like they they kind of just want to kill people um um but I like I like that it makes me think more of Arya like she's got yes she's a like the yes, Sansa is a lady and she has a lady's courtesy as her armor but mm-hmm. she also has this more vengeful fighting spirit in her that's been she had to go through something shit and she did like yeah I don't particularly like Sansa but she's been through fucking awful abuse and she watched her father's head be beheaded when she was told it wouldn't happen like that is just awful and I I like to think in my head like this is her kind of first man first woman blood like that, that, that you know, like they say that there's Stark's blood has has wilding wildling blood in it, mm-hmm. you know. And I like to think that there's like a spear wife somewhere in there, and in that Sansa. is coming out in Sansa and in Arya, and that's what makes the Stark kind of and in uh, Lyanna as well. Like mm-hmm. she's fierce, and they've the Stark women have a fearsome side to them. In fact, didn't Craig and Stark marry what was her name? She was a Blackwood, uh, and she was really Al- fearsome too. Allie. Alice Blackwood, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Black, Black Alley, Alley. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like, I love that there's just these fearsome warrior women in their past and that this has come, this this is what Ned Stark was talking about and he was saying, you know, you've got this blood running through you mm-hmm. and you are, you may be different, but you are kin and I like this side to Sansa that we see where she's like, I hope he dies and <laughs> <laughs> I hope that person dies and I would like Rob to chop your head off Joffrey and you know, it's like Arya's prayer, like her list, prayer to the gods of who she's going to kill. And like Sansa is almost praying to, I, I like, she's not saying I want to do it, but I hope someone does it. Yeah. So, yeah. I just like and that. And she immediately, like when he falls and the horse starts yeah. dragging him, she's like, oh, yeah, she's shit. like, oh, oops. <laughs> Did the Lord's hear, did the gods hear my prayer, vengeful my vengeful prayer? prayer. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's like maybe they did Sansa but you know he loses (laughs) he loses weird that's weird (laughs) and then it is um Sir Horace Redwine's turn again um Mm -hmm. and I think wait no oh yeah no Horace Redwine's the twins we've had Hobber haven't we yeah 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 yeah. he goes against uh, someone who's got silver griffins and I wonder if that's something to do with the uh, the red wines going against some like the stormlanders with oh Aegon. against Aegon. I think yeah I think that's like a, oh you could be right that sounds that like sounds something like some George foreshadowing. that sounds like some George foreshadowing right yeah. there like somewhere in the books in the winds like there's going to be someone with the silver griffins right blue white and gold field and they're gonna do something with the red wines I don't know I just so, I don't know what jo- jo- Joffrey's mad like he's getting upset because 
<laughs> because this tourney is some bullshit. So my um, birthday is not very fun anymore. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> they call they call for Lothar Brune, who was a free rider for Lord Baelish, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, Sir Dantos the Red of House Hollard. Both of those in service of Littlefinger, not just not just Lothar. Like, was Dantos already in the service of Littlefinger? Do you think, or is it only later? I think it's later. I, I yeah. think they just call him like the, a free rider in the service of Lord Baelish because he doesn't belong to a great house or a no. house of Westeros. Yeah. And Dantos belongs to House Hollard. Mm. But so, I love that it's them two together and they're going to be again together working for Littlefinger mm-hmm. later on. It's just a nice little bit, little bit of something there, little detail. So um, it says the free rider, a small man in dented plate without device, <laughs> duly appeared at the west end of the yard. But of his opponent, there was no sign. Finally, a mm-hmm. chestnut stallion trotted into view in a swirl of crimson and sar- scarlet silks. But Sir Dantos was not on it. The knight appeared a moment later, cursing and stabbing, <sighs> clad in breastplate and plumbed helm, and nothing else. His legs. <laughs> His legs were pale and skinny and his manhood flopped about obscenely as he chased after his horse. The watchers roared and shouted insults, catching his horse by the bridle. Sir Dantos tried to mount, but the animal would not stand still. And the knight was so drunk that his bare foot kept missing the stirrup. By then the crowd was howling with laughter. All but why wouldn't they be (laughs) all but the king. Joffrey had a look in his eyes that Sansa remembered well. The same look he had at the great Sept of Baylor the day he pronounced the death of Lord Eddard Stark. Finally, Sir Dantos <clears throat> the Red gave it up for a bad job, sat down in the dirt, and removed his plumbed helm. I lose, he shouted. Fetch me some wine. Eesh. And Joffrey stands up and is like a cask from the cellars. I'll see him drowned in it. Mm-hmm. Sansa heard herself gasp. No, you can't. Joffrey turned his head. What did you say? Sansa could not believe she had spoken. Was she mad to tell him no in front of half the court? She hadn't meant to say anything. Only Sir Dantos was drunk and silly and useless, but he meant no harm. Did you say Mm -hmm. I can't? Did you? Please, Sansa said. I only meant it would be ill luck, your grace, to to kill a man on your name day. You're lying, Mm -hmm. Joffrey said. I ought to drown you with him if you care for him so much. I don't care for him, your grace. The words tumbled out desperately. Drown him or have his head off. Only kill him on the morrow if you like. But please, not today, not on your name day. I couldn't bear for you to have ill luck, terrible luck, even for kings. The singers all say so. Joffrey scowled at her. (laughs) He knew she was lying. She could see it. He would make her bleed for this. And then the hound speaks up for Sansa. Um, yeah, says so it's true. Uh, firstly, what is Dantos doing standing up <laughs> naked? Like, why is his like, penis why? just flapping around? <laughs> Maybe he was just, like with a, a whore or something. I Maybe, know. I imagine so. But like, it's like the crazy king's birthday dupe bash, like his name's day. Look, put your clothes on, man. Otherwise, he'll chop your penis off. Like, why is it? I love it. Those like his man's have flopped about obscenely. Like, yeah. What are you thinking, you mad person? Like, put your put your pants on. <laughs> Just, uh, what? I can imagine Robert Baratheon doing something like that, though. To be fair, <laughs> turning up naked. Yes. 
Yeah. One of the interesting things though about mm. this whole exchange is we see the potential that Sansa has going forward. Mm. Like she's really manipulating Joffrey. Here. Yes. Yeah. And she's totally. she's doing it very successfully. She's like, he doesn't deserve yeah. the mercy of a quick death. Like, make him clown for you, dress him in yeah. motley. And the king, like Joffrey looks at her and he's like, Perhaps like, yeah, you're not so that. stupid. Like, yeah. and he's like, from now on, you can sleep with Moonboy and dress in motley. You're my new mm-hmm. fool. And I'm like, Yes, I'm, yeah. Yes, I love this side <laughs> yes. to her. Like, and she's suddenly like got some quick uh-huh. thinking she's she's no longer so much of a kind of like a little kitten anymore she's you know she's kind of learning she's learning that she needs to be more um aware of the danger that she's in all the time I mean she can't not be now after what she's seen but like she could very easily just go well everything's terrible let me just put up with my fate but she's not I just like that there's this little bit of fight in her that she keeps like, I'm going to stay alive. This is my way to survive, really. Yeah, um, I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, another thing, I, another person I love in this chapter is Marcella. <laughs> because yeah, Marcella, <laughs> she's great. She's like, so Tommen wants to ride against the straw mm-hmm. man, which is basically a scarecrow, mm-hmm. basically. Put yeah. on a horse and then Tommen just hits Aww, it. It's a man-made Tommen. straw. And Joffrey's like, no, not today. And Tommen's like, but I want to ride. And Joffrey's like, I don't care what you want. And Tom is like, mother said I could ride. And Marcella's like, she said. And mm-hmm. Joffrey's like, mother said, don't be childish. And Marcella's like, we're like, children. We're children. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I, I was love like, it. yes, Marcella. I love a sassy. I love a mm-hmm. sassy princess. She's yes. got sass. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, the- he just said, like, something like, uh, Oh yeah, Joffrey says something like, "Oh, you're not as stupid as my mother says." Yeah. Um, and then when Thomas's mother said I could ride, and then the king's like, "Mummy said, uh, like, don't be so childish." Quoting right. your mum, like you're literally constantly talking about your mum and what your mum says you can or can't do. <laughs> so, <laughs> blind to this uh, Joffrey, and even the Hound laughs at him, like mm-hmm. Marcella. And I, I'm kind of hoping Marcella will kind of. She's got some sass and I'm hoping she'll grow up to be um, kind of Cersei Mark II. But if she's not dead, I mean, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, I I think there's some foreshadowing here mm-hmm. that it may be Edric Storm that kills Tommen. Oh, why? Tell me. Because they put, because of the, the night. Yes. But <gasps> they put the yeah. pair of antlers on the night's head and um they want it to look like Renly yeah to look like Renly and Renly you know Renly's dead yeah but I felt like that what they were kind of for me what they were doing was kind of it was like another hint that they're not really Baratheons because they shouldn't be fighting like their own um sigil should they yeah. they should be fighting like if anything the stark sigil or something like that but um but i love that that could actually be foreshadowing that it's edric storm Ooh, yeah i need to flesh awesome. it out i need to flesh it out and look for some more clues for that but yeah i was like okay well renly's gone they had time and going up against mm. renly okay who looks just like renly edric storm yeah Shit. so 
could there be attorney where I doubt Tommen would, it would ever be attorney where Tommen and Ed and Edric storm go against each other, but there definitely could be a battle Mm. or some kind of Mm. war where Edric storm winds up being someone of importance. I think he is going to be important to the story as, as it, as we later like in the later mm-hmm. books because yeah. he's been kept around for a long time and there's a lot of shit going on around this boy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like okay robert has a lot of bastards but this one yeah and this and this book actually in clash a lot goes on around edric storm edric storm. getting him away and keeping him safe yeah and you know yeah where did he <laughs> go in the end was he picked up by salad or sand ships i can't remember I can't remember one of those. I can't remember either. Or something like that. I think he's it. Yeah, he's in Essos. Yeah, he's definitely in Essos. Oh God, I actually (laughs) just forget about him sometimes, and then think, oh yeah, like he's gonna come back in and like do something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm, I like it, and it's such a great name, Edric Storm. So cool. Sounds like Mm -hmm. a superhero. And it's funny because like when Tommen is like celebrating, he raised. Mm -hmm. It says Tommen raised the blade high. Casterly rock, he hey, shouted. Wow. Like so sweet. Not it's Storm's like sweet End. Boy. No, not, not Storm's, Storm's End. End. Or um King's or Landing. Even King's Land, like the Red Keep. He, again, like you're all Lannisters. <laughs> yeah. But someone needs to teach them that they're supposed to say other words and wear other heraldry and not <laughs> only dress in Lannister clothes. Someone needs to have a word and just say, look, guys, you you're making it really obvious that your your, your uncle is your dad. Um, yeah, and um, Tommen still like loses. He falls. Yes, <laughs> Marcella's Aww. like Marcella runs to him. Like she, Marcella and Tommen are really close, and Joffrey's yeah. just like laughing and shit. Like ha ha. Mm-hmm. And Sansa's like, you should go to him. Maybe he's hurt. And he's yeah. like, he got knocked off his horse and fell in the dirt. That's not riding well. And yeah, he doesn't like, care that he might be hurt. Yeah. Either. But the hound's like, he's got up again. He's mm-hmm. going for it. Like, he's got courage. And I love that. I yeah. love that Tommen, this eight-year-old boy, is, like, shaming his crappy brother. Um, Sansa like- even says, like, she wishes that it was Tommen yes, instead of Joffrey. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting thought because the Tyrells, mm, the Tyrells want it to be yeah. Joffrey instead of Tommen, and they make it that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or they wanted to be I want, instead of Joffrey. Yeah. And maybe this, um, him getting up again, like having courage to get up again with this whole Edric Storm thing, perhaps it's, I feel like, I feel like this is such a, like one of those mini scenes that you don't think anything of and then it comes back and it's going to be really important and you're like, oh shit, yeah, he he went up against this um Quintain is that how you say it I think yeah um and then and it was dressed like his uncle slash wait what is Edric Storm his uncle right Edric Storm would be his brother well oh yeah half brother half brother yeah okay so his half brother and that he loses but he gets up again I just I've I just have you know when you get like a feeling (laughs) that it's going to be important somewhere later Mm -hmm. I could be wrong but it just um and, and Sansa saying if only I was marrying Tommen like you say it's these you don't realize how important that is until later when the Tyrells engineer it that actually yeah yeah that is the better way to do it because he's the meeker milder but potentially courageous um mm-hmm. of the brothers 
um, you know. Yeah. Well, the gate lifts up and Joffrey, mm-hmm. starts, Joffrey starts to freak out. Like, who is it? And mm-hmm. they say the visitors were dented and haggard and dusty. Yet the standard they carried was the Lion of Lannister, golden on its crimson field. A few wore red cloaks and mail of Lannister men-at-arms, but more were free riders and sellswords, armored in oddments and bristling with sharp steel. And there were others, monstrous savages out of one of old Nan's tales, the scary ones mm-hmm. Bran used to love. They were clad in shabby skins and boiled leather, with long hair and fierce beards, Some wore blood-stained bandages over their brows or wrapped around their hands, and others were missing eyes, ears, and fingers. In their midst, riding on a tall red horse in a strange high saddle that cradled him back and forth, was the queen's dwarf brother, Tyrion Lannister, the one they called the Imp. He had let his beard grow to cover his pushed-in face until it was bristly tangle of yellow and black hair, coarse as wire, down his back flowed a shadow skin cloak black fur striped with white he held the reins in his left hand and carried his right arm in a white silk sling but otherwise looked as grotesque as Sansa remembered mm-hmm. from when he had visited Winterfell so mm-hmm. I mean I love that she says he's the ugliest man she'd ever had chance to look upon and it's like well that's gonna be your husband <laughs> right and he's yeah. gonna be the nicest person that exactly like Joffrey she's all like he's so handsome and beautiful but he's a fucking monster and the one that <laughs> looks like a monster is actually really gentle and kind with her um uh, you know so just goes to show pick an ugly husband <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so Tyrion comes in and he's like your grace and Joffrey's like you <laughs> and he's yeah. like me <laughs> Although a more courteous greeting might be in order for an uncle and an elder. They Mm -hmm. said you were dead, the hound said. The little man gave the big one a look. One of his eyes was green, one was black, and both were cool. I was speaking to the king, not to his cur. I'm glad you're not dead, said Princess Marcella. We share that view, sweet child. Tyrion Mm. turned to Sansa. My lady, I am sorry for your losses. Truly, the gods are cruel. Sansa could not think of a word to say to him. How could he be sorry for her losses? Was he mocking her? It wasn't the gods who'd been cruel. It was Joffrey. Yep. She's wise. You know, say what you will about Sansa, but she makes, and I don't, again, I'm going to say it for the record. I'm not a really big Sansa fan at all. Like she's quite low down on the characters I like, but some of the observations she makes are really, really are really good. She doesn't always understand, but she, she makes really, really good observations. It's like she makes these good observations and then she backslides sometimes. Like, yeah. You're like, oh, come on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You you figured it out the first time and now you, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you, but I just, her saying it wasn't the gods who've been called, it was Joffrey. It's like, you've hit the nail on the head. Like that is exactly, um, yeah. Well, here's how you can tell Joffrey's an absolute psychopath. Tyrion's mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry for your loss as well. Oh, I know. And he's like, what loss? What loss? What are you talking about? Like uh, your, your father, a large, fierce man with a well, black beard. Do you remember you, him? You recall him if you try. <laughs> he was the king before you. And he's like, oh, oh yeah. him. Yeah. It's oh, very yeah. sad. A boar killed him. <laughs> that guy. He is so, such a fucking, like, psycho. Like, who? Who died? Oh, oh, yeah. My, oh, yeah. That guy. Oh, yeah. Cool. 
I'm it's sorry. And so Sansa's like trying to think of what to say. And <clears> she <throat> said, I'm sorry, my lady mother took you captive, my lord. And Tyrion's like, a great many people are sorry for that. And before mm-hmm. I am done, some may be a deal sorrier. Yet I thank you for the sentiment. Joffrey, where might I find your mother? And she's like, mm-hmm. he he's just like, uh, she's with my council. Um, and he's Joffrey's like, your brother Jamie keeps losing battles. And he like looks at Sansa and he's like angry mm-hmm. about it. And it, he says that or he's been taken by the Starks and we've lost River Run. And now her stupid brother is calling himself a king. The dwarf smiled crookedly. I love all, this line. <laughs> all sorts of people are calling themselves kings these days. Yeah, I love Joff, that line. Joff did not know what to make of that, though he looked suspicious and out of sorts. Yes, well, I am pleased you're not dead, uncle. Did you bring me a gift for my name day? I did. My wits. I'd sooner <laughs> have Rob Stark's head, Joff said with a sly glance at Sansa. Tommen, Marcella, come. And they kind of they kind of <clears throat> leave and Sandor yeah. Clegane kind of like stays behind and reminds Tyrion, like, you mm-hmm. need to guard that tongue of yours. Yeah. <laughs> like you Sansa, to- it must be really weird for Sansa right now because no one has spoken. I don't think anyone has spoken to Joffrey ever like that before. I think everyone has been kind of lick spitly and yes manny to him. Has anyone spoken to Joffrey like Tyrion comes in and just yeah. sort of like really wittily and cleverly puts him in his place without also putting himself in that much danger yeah when he does but does anyone like Sansa must be like who the hell is this guy like yeah and they leave her with him (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're like they all dip out and leave Sansa there and Mm -hmm. um Sansa's just like um you hurt your arm arm. (laughs) (laughs) got nothing to say And then he tells her, like, one of the Northmen hit me with a You have a star. nose. She's like, I don't know what to say. Let's make small talk. Right. Was the weather good? <laughs> you How's have a nose the weather in the river lake? How's the weather? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, he got hit. And he fell. And he's like, yeah, I got hit. And I fell off my horse. <laughs> and he's so nice. But then he's, like, nice to her and says about the, your, is it your Lord Father that makes you so sad? And you're like, she must honestly be, like, so you're putting... Joffrey in his place and are you being nice to me it must be so hard she's come from like a world where she trusts everything and everyone and life is a song and then she's just realized it wasn't it realized it wasn't and then Tyrion's come along and it's like actually I am kind of nice and I will be nice but yeah you know so she can't trust it anymore when she's when he asked her you know is it your grief for your father She's like, my father was a traitor and my brother and lady mother are traitors as well. I'm loyal to my beloved Joffrey. And Tyrion's like, mm-hmm. no doubt, as loyal as a deer surrounded by wolves. Mm-hmm. Lion. She's not a, yeah, lion. Lion. And she's not she a deer. She's a, she's a fucking wolf as well. She's not a deer. He forgets that. Like, she, he needs to remember that deep down wolf blood is in her veins. And I think it's going to come out eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and lions, I love that. Yeah. And Tyrion's like, I am only a little lion child and I vow I shall not savage you. Mm. But now you must excuse me. I have urgent business with the queen and council. Sansa watched him walk off, his body swaying heavily from side to side with every step, like something from a grotesquerie. He speaks more gently than Joffrey, she thought, but the queen spoke to me gently too. Mm -hmm. He's still a Lannister, her brother and Joff's uncle and no friend. 
Once she had loved Prince Joffrey with all her heart and admired and trusted his mother, the queen, they had repaid that love and trust with her father's head. Sansa mm. would never make that mistake again. Poor Sansa. Like, That's how the chapter ends. Yeah. So I, I, I do think that Sansa has learned her lesson. Yep. But it and took, it's such a lesson. It, it took, took a lot. It took a lot for her to learn it because you should have learned that lesson at the end at the crossroads in the Riverlands when they killed yep. Lady. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the then wolf. you wouldn't what would have happened in Ned wouldn't have happened in Ned, but you learned it with Ned. So she's yeah, vowing that had. this mistake will never happen again. Mm-hmm. And that is Sansa one of a clash of kings. Did you have anything um that you wanted to add? Not really, other than that, she then does trust Littlefinger, but yeah. not quite. I like that she still holds back a bit, but I like this side to Sansa more because I don't I don't like a Game of Thrones Sansa at all. And I love Vista Crow Sansa. That's the best Sansa. If we um, if she's we believe, Elaine. Yeah, if we believe what George has said about um Littlefinger, then mm. her trusting Littlefinger isn't necessarily a bad thing for her. No, no. George has said that like the little finger in the books would never sell Sansa to the no, Boltons. He would never. He is obsessed with her. He's obsessed with he... her like a daughter that he had with Kat. Like that's how yeah. he looks at But Sansa. also he who he wants to do stuff with. It's very creepy. <laughs> it's really yeah, it's it's his, weird. those chapters creep me out actually when I read them sometimes. Um but yeah I but I'm I'm glad that she's learned a lesson. It's just a shame that basically she had to watch her dad's head get chopped off in yes. order to learn not to trust the Lannisters, basically. Um, you know. So yeah, I, I feel I feel for her and and that's saying something because I don't really like her. <laughs> so no, right. it's it's good writing that I can have empathy for a character that I don't particularly enjoy or like. Um, it just shows you what kind of good writing George does. Me and George, my friend, um, <laughs> like that. That I can feel for her in this moment and think, um, I just, you know, I just want the Stark girls to get home. <laughs> I want them both yeah. to just go home and yeah. be safe behind the walls of Winterfell. <laughs> well, keep on wanting. <laughs> yeah, on. <laughs> you got a long way to go. <laughs> I know, and I have a horrible feeling that Sansa's going to die as well. I, I don't want her to, but I think the lady thing uh yeah it's a little bit foreshadowy of maybe that she's not gonna make it home so which sucks (laughs) so there we go well I want to thank you a few books away yeah well thank you no thank you no no I was just saying it's a few books away hopefully but no thank you for having me on again it is so much fun no you're always fun to talk to you're so funny (laughs) (laughs) so if you guys out there would like to be on an episode of obsidian nights um or if you just have like a general comment or question you can email me at wait 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 that's the wrong if you would like to be on an episode of obsidian nights all you have to do is send me your contact info to obsidian nights podcast at gmail.com and if you would like to support obsidian nights um you can join my patreon which is patreon.com slash gray area and also if you would love to support obsidian nights if you love obsidian nights i need y'all to do me a favor and rate and review this 
podcast. It helps me mm-hmm. immensely. It helps me immensely. It helps other people do it, find everyone. this podcast. Do Please it. do it. And thank you again, Steph, for coming on. And My pleasure. Honestly, I- it's really, really good. And join the Discord. Join the Oh, yeah, yeah. Join my Discord. uh, Discord server. Great area. I will leave an invite link in the description box. You can join the book club. Um, There's a lot going on in the Discord. So, yeah. There's like a whole tunnel just for tinfoil, and it's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) You can't get enough of a little bit of a song of ice and fire tinfoil. So, yes, go over there, guys. And I will see you next week. Bye.